put a fighter in your corner. Welcome back to another podcast of The Trip Walton Show. I am your host, Betty Burns, and today we have a special guest in the studio, Thomas Burns. And if you're wondering, yes, we are related. This is my brother. He is actually here visiting from out of town, and we just wanted to take the opportunity to have him a guest on our podcast today just due to his experience. So, Thomas, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself before we jump into the show? Just an easy guy, uh, military veteran here from Auburn, doing a little visit to come down. I do a little work for mom around the house, you know, do my little son duties. But other than that, it's really nothing. I'm I'm really an open book. Just don't open the book. Just look at the cover. Okay, Thomas. Well, on your way down. So you live out of state. Yeah, North so, Carolina. North Carolina. So on your way down, I know yesterday you were talking um, about. The horrific trip on the way down. Oh, my gosh. Why was it so bad? And I think that's going to segue right into our actual topic for the day. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll say, I think next time I come down, I'm just going to fly. I'm going to fly from Fayetteville, Alabama, or Fayetteville, North Carolina. And I'm going to fly into Montgomery, and you're going to come pick me up. That'll work. Because I'm not not about this I-85. Through Atlanta? No. It rained the whole time. The entire time. I think I might have had like a 30 minute break. You know, when it rains, but it's not sure if it really wants to rain and your wipers don't really know what to do. And there's not an actual setting that you can turn it on (laughs) to be like, find that perfect setting. Right. Yeah. It's like too fast or too slow. Yeah. Or they they like skip. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So besides the weather, what was the main cause of the traffic? Did you happen to run into, like, how much road construction did you see on your way down? The entire way. The entire way. I mean, I was seeing signs. It was like, road construction next 18 miles. Road construction next 57 miles. Okay. Next 57 miles. They're getting serious. Yeah, that's that's a long... That's a long way to deal with road construction. And that kind of segues into what our topic today is. And that's going to be talking about road construction safety as a driver. I think since the passing of the infrastructure bill uh, recently that we've had seen such an enormous increase in road construction. And as annoying as it is as a driver slowing down for traffic, you know, it's obviously definitely needed. Our system, I think our road systems were falling apart. And why I've got Thomas here today to talk about this topic is because he actually works in this industry as That's a, right. what is it? A C, it's called a CEI, which is construction engineer inspector. So just real briefly, what I do is each division within the state, you know, it might have a couple of counties within that state. Each number of those counties are broken down into a certain division. And it, within that division, of course, you got your engineers. Then you also have what's called your resident, which is like the head honcho, uh, who is who is pretty much responsible for everything within those divisions. Um, so what we are is we're the eyes and ears for those engineers and also for that resident. So because the resident can't be out there on every single job. So it's our job to, as inspectors to to make sure that they're abiding by the standards and the the drawings and the plans and, and all that stuff. So so when you talk about standards, what do you mean by standards? Are we talking like federal safety standards, state safety, both? Absolutely. You got, oh gosh, I mean, it goes OSHA standards, number one safety, paramount the entire time. You know, then you've got the actual plans, the drawings that the contractor has set up for that bridge or that roadway, the elevation plans. It gets very, very in-depth. Yeah. So in your experience, how many 
people driving have you seen that just blows your mind of just the carelessness? Well, that's that's a pretty big number. I'll say we're a little more vulgar with our profanity when we see it, uh, you know, and it's just you want to yell at these people because we're, we're right next to the roadway, right next to the travel lane, sometimes in the travel lane, doing lane closures, doing detours, uh, setting up tapers. Um, and it's you see these people designated speed limit. We do speed reductions, you know, and it's just you, you see them drive by on their cell phone. I've seen people reading books. It's it's pretty insane on what you see. And you just kind of want to just stop all traffic and just go through and just slap everybody. Did you just say reading books? Reading books. Yes. I've seen people reading books. What? I'm telling you. Yes. You see it all. I guess it's quite a page turner of a book. I guess so. At 70, 80 miles an hour. Uh, -uh. no, that must be a fast reader. (laughs) But then, then again, how long you're reading a book, your eyes are off the roadway. You know, it's like we talked about in one of our last one of our previous podcasts about it takes on average five seconds to read a text message and traveling at, I think, 70 miles an hour, which is the normal speed. That's travel length of a football field in a few five seconds. football fields, yeah. five, it's 500 yards in the time it takes to read a text message. I mean, you're traveling. That's, that's a lot of distance that you're not looking at the road at all. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I think one of the, one of the things that on the roadway, you you know, you got the striping and stuff like you got the, okay, I'll I'll keep it. I'll keep it pretty simple here. I'm going to knock it down a little bit. So the lines that are actually on the roadway, right? Get the white line, the yellow line and the little called skips in the middle of the roadway. Those little yellow lines, those are eight feet long. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. And you're traveling at 70, 75 miles an hour. They don't seem like eight foot. Next time you go on the road, there's no traffic. Go out there and just kind of look at it and be like, wow, that is, that's eight feet long. Yeah. Eight feet. So eight the, feet. the dashes in between the yes, lanes those are, are called eight skips. feet. Yes. Eight feet. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that, did you? No, I thought they were like two feet. Literally. Well, when you're going 70 miles an hour or even 45 miles an hour. Yeah. They don't seem that long, but they are. They're eight They're, feet long. That's insane. Yeah. With all of this new road construction, we've also had a situation of where you've seen just a lot of people, obviously, like we just talked about, who are not paying attention driving through construction zones. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing a lot more fatalities happen in these construction zones, not just for the drivers themselves who are driving the vehicles, but also for the construction workers like yourself who are out there trying to make our country good and build better things. And it looks like Work zone fatalities increased by 10.8% from between 2020 and 2021. So that's a big number, especially because it was COVID. A lot of people weren't even on the roads and still had an increase of 10.8%. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big number. You know, and it's just the more drivers you have, obviously, your your numbers are going to increase on that. Uh, one of the things that you said earlier, for, for those of you that are listening, Betty has me cramped up in this little janitor's closet. So it's uh, very uncomfortable. I keep having to shift the mops and brooms around. I think I splashed some some dirty water on me here a second ago, but it's all good. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go back and get back on track here. So in the roadway, you know, you you talk. That's it. You were talking about w- with the elevated, you know, the bills that were passed, mm-hmm. more funding for roadways when construction is going on. 
you know, the public, the traveling public, the taxpayers want their roads to be better. You know, I'm sure you've driven through different states and you're like, oh, this state has horrible roads. You, or, hit, this, you hit the state line and it's just like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Missi- you go from Alabama to Mississippi. Alabama's not great. We well, well hold on. Alabama actually has some of the best roads in the country. Really? That is a statistic. Look it up. Look wow. that up. Um, and it's you're in a certain area. So, you, you know, we're doing construction all the time. So what I was getting to is looking, looking at all this construction that's going on as a daily driver. You hate it. Oh, they're they're never going to be finished with this roadway. I can't stand it. You know, they've got almost had an accident right there. They didn't do the proper milling on that or they, they put too much asphalt right there or this asphalt stinks. You know, that's what the traveling public is saying. But at the same time, that's like a catch 22. You know, they're just, oh, these roads are horrible. When are they going to fix these roads? Blah, blah, blah. You know, so it's like as the guys that are out there fighting the fight, we're struggle. We struggle all the time because we get those drivers that come by distraction and then we've been flicked off, yelled at. But it's like we're trying to improve what you're complaining about. You right. Know? And it it's takes like- a while. It's just not something that uh, the, the process of actually building a road is pretty intense. There's so much behind the scenes stuff that the, the average person doesn't know about. They just think. Oh, there's that machine. It puts asphalt down and it stinks. Hopefully they'll be done soon. That's a lot more. Right. I think it's, a, you know, it's a pretty intensive process with a lot of different, you know, like you said, variables that go into it and a lot of, you know, just planning and a lot of equipment. And I think it can be pretty scary out there working on the side of the road, knowing that, you know, these drivers are out there just not paying attention and just barreling through and that are angry on top of it. So they think they can become pretty aggressive drivers on top of that. According to the Associated General Contractors of America in 2018, the number of work zone accidents in Alabama was 5% higher than the national average. And listen to this. In addition, 73% of highway contractors in Alabama reported that motor vehicles had crashed into their work zones throughout the previous year. 73%. That's pretty steep. Said that they had somebody crash through their work zone while they're out there working. Yeah, well, well, I think a good statistic that you, you might want to research, you got a bunch of numbers there on, on some paperwork, but where I work at, I'm actually on the I-95 corridor, which goes from Miami all the way up to New York. The amount of vehicles that travel up and down that roadway in a 24-hour period, I believe it's over a million vehicles in a 24-hour period. You should look here for I-85 to see how many travel up and down I-85 in 24 hour. Uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty large. And the, and the thing you were talking about, the the increase in, and in fatalities or accidents is complacency. You know, as a worker that's out there working, it's one of our responsibilities to say, Hey, don't get lackadaisical out here. Hey, always keep your head on a swivel. And I, I think that works really good for me because I'm used to it in my military background, but you do have a lot of workers that are just one track minded. Hey, I got to get out here and get up, get on this bulldozer and I got to push this dirt. And he gets out and he's been in that protected cocoon of a D six caterpillar, you know, bulldozer. And he thinks he's safe and he gets out and he's in the median and there's cars going out back and forth, North and South of him. Yeah. It can get a little, little hectic. And sometimes he gets or could get complacent, you know? So it's, complacency kills 
And I think if we had more people that were not as complacent, those numbers would drop. What are some crazy stories about, I know we talked about drivers going through and reading books and that kind of thing. As an inspector, you're not, I mean, you're basically there just to make sure that the people who are working on the roads are doing it correctly. Correct. That is true. Yes. Okay. Like just a very simplistic version. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the craziest things that you've seen workers doing on the road that you were just, it was just incredulous. You were just like, what, why? Well, well, I'll I'll have to say for the most part, um, there's really not a lot of crazy stuff that goes on now behind the scenes, say at the office or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not going to go into some of those stories because it, it, I don't think it's right. (laughs) Maybe I don't know, (laughs) but when they get out there, they're very professional when they get out there and they're actually doing the work, they're very professional, you know, because all eyes are on them, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not just the traveling public that's going through. It's their boss's boss that are driving by that they don't know is driving by. It could be a governor driving by looking at his roads, you know, making sure that the taxpayers are getting what they're paying for. So when these workers are out there on the roads, they're doing their job and they're doing it to the best of their ability. So, uh, but, but some of the things that I've seen as, as a CEI, um, you see these call them Jersey barriers or PCBs, uh, preformed concrete barriers, crash cushions, all this stuff. Sometimes they'll get tired and they'll sit down on these, these small walls, concrete barriers. And it's, Hey, you can't do that. You know, you get to stay, there's certain distances you have to stay away from it. Can't, you know, sometimes they want to, they'll come in and you're working in a very tight area and say you've got a bunch of logistic stuff going on you got a bunch of equipment that's coming through they want to just set their equipment down well you can't set it down next to that wall because it's it's for crash if, if a vehicle crashes against it it's supposed to deflect that vehicle away well if it's got something behind it the laws of physics aren't going to work right know? yeah that makes sense yeah so it's as a ci you have to look for that stuff but Back to your original question. I kind of went off the handle there a little bit. Um, Crazy stuff out there. Um, I I see it more in the drivers than I do for the workers. Yeah, we're going to joke. We're going to kid. We're going to be idiots sometimes, you know, but but there's nothing that goes on out there that I've seen uh, that would be life threatening or someone would see it as, hey, he shouldn't be doing that out there. You know, right. So. So, I mean, that's, but that's really good to know. It is. That, you know, that, you know, the majority of people who are out there working are just, you know, out there to make a living and support their families and that kind of thing. And so I think that should give all of us even, you know, more initiative to make sure that when we come upon work zone areas uh, on the roadways to make sure that we follow all the signs, put our phones down, tell our kids to be quiet, no distractions. It's a tough job. That is a tough job. And then, you know, just be safe as we drive through and just be aware of our surroundings. Because I think it was 2021, you had 108 road construction workers were killed on road construction sites. 108 people. Mm -hmm. Probably because of some distracted driving. Absolutely. 100%. There is a... um North Carolina has started to do it and and I'm I'm not an attorney, I'm not a lawyer. I'm 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 just like I said in the beginning, just a simple guy, right? So all the laws and all the procedures and all that stuff, I'm not I'm not versed on it, you know. Um 
but the North Carolina Department of Transportation has started, especially for the commercial drivers. You know, if you've got a CDL and you're driving these big trucks, transporting equipment and material up and down the roadway, they've started putting cameras up um, over these big highways. And what happens is the semi trucks will drive up underneath the camera and those cameras can actually see inside that vehicle as that vehicle is driving by. And about a quarter mile to a half mile down the road, you've got a nest, a swarm of highway patrol. And one, two of them maybe have that iPad or whatever they're using. You know, hopefully iPad will pay us for Apple can pay us for this podcast. (laughs) I love you, Apple. (laughs) Promo. (laughs) Promo. Shout out. (laughs) But uh, they look at that. So they actually have visual evidence and they actually pull that truck driver over. If that truck driver is not on a a hands-free device or if he's on the cell phone reading a book, I mean, who knows what they're doing? It it gets, it gets crazy sometimes. And, and we were younger once. I'm sure you can think of some crazy stuff you've done while you get your driver's license, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think when you're a certain age, you feel a little invincible. And I think maybe sometimes you're driving a big truck. You're buying and you're a like, big hey, truck I and you're a big this. 18 wheeler and you're like, ah, oh, it's fine. I'm yeah. good. You know, yeah. but you know, and this isn't by no means, I think sometimes that we get a bad rap about, uh, you know, constantly maybe attacking semi truck drivers and that kind of thing. And we definitely don't, uh, we've actually represented multiple 18 wheeler drivers and big truck drivers and over the road truckers, uh, who were injured by other 18 wheeler mm-hmm. drivers and over the road right. truckers. And just like you talked about complacency uh, in that, in, you know, in road zones and construction zones and that kind of thing, there's, I think there also becomes a sense of complacency in 18 wheeler drivers and just well, drivers in general. Yeah. I mean, you drive to work every day. I mean, I'll be the first to admit that there'll be some times that when I'm driving, especially to work and I zone out, I'll get to work and I'm just like, I don't even remember getting here. You might need to go see a doctor, Betty. Okay, you do. Well, you know, people are listening to this, and they're going to try to take your driver's license. Like, you do not need to be on the roadway. No, because it's. And I rode with you. Do you remember driving me here today, Betty? I remember driving you here today because that was different. But it's just such that you take the same route exactly every single day, every single morning. That's a you know you were talking about numbers earlier. Mm -hmm. That is one thing that could help. We were, were talking about complacency. One thing that can help is a lot of people take the exact same route every single day. And I, I refer to a lot of stuff back in military, right? So when, when it comes to like a security thing, never take the same route multiple times, like the same route every single day, because you do get complacent. And it, it security wise, uh, it, it's a lot more involved in that. But I'll just say complacency, 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 because you're right. You're like, OK, I know where to go to work. I do this every single day. I know how long the red lights are. I know I know where the red lights are. I know where the stop signs are. And it's just like the vehicle will take you there by itself. You know, it, that's what it seems. Then you get to work and you're like, Oh, I'm already here. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a scary thing. And I'm glad you said that. I think I'm going to start there, you know, Obviously, you know, for our listeners, you know, that we discussed before that we live here in Auburn. 30 seconds out of your way is not going to yeah. make or break you. I should yeah. probably do that. That's a good idea. And then if you're ever late for work, you could just tell your boss like, hey, safety first. 
I didn't want to get complacent on my way to work. Okay. I think that'll work. Listeners. I think everyone should <laughs> next time you're late to work. Just it's a great, it's a and, great. And I copyrighted excuse. that phrase by the way. So if you use it, <laughs> uh, I will need to get paid. <laughs> so we thank you guys for listening. Uh, oh, we we're hope- already done. Yeah. Sorry, I'm an overachiever. I kind of like to put out some stuff. But anyways, hey, this is your show. (laughs) So basically, just to kind of recap, we're just, you know, kind of talking about work construction zone safety. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a lot of it here in our listening area um, down 85. It, It seems like the interstate gets shut down. At least once a day because someone has had a terrible accident because they're redoing all those bridges down. And I think the eventual plan is to make it three lane from Montgomery to Atlanta, I'm guessing. Yeah, I've been I've been told about them. I'd, I'd like to go out there and just kind of look. But every state has their own regulations on mm-hmm. building stuff and safety mm-hmm. zones for their own area. So it, if I do go through it, I would be critiquing as if I was back in North Carolina using our regulations. And it, it's totally different down here. But it it is still very interesting to go look at how different bridges are built in different areas. So different terrains and stuff like that. So yeah, pretty neat. Just slow down guys. Speed kills for every 10 miles an hour of increased speed, the risk of dying in a crash doubles. So if you're going 50 miles an hour and then you choose to go 60, your risk of dying in a crash just, just doubled. If you're going 70, it just went up a hundred percent. Yeah, that's a lot of math, but yeah, I think that the the gist of all of this is slow down. When when you see workers present, people in the roadway, uh, an abandoned vehicle or a disabled vehicle on the side of the road, slow down, pull over. You know, it's people out there doing a job. You know, they don't come to your job and harass you and whip around your place of work. You know, like slow down. We're trying to do good and make the roads better for you guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Trip Walton Show again. I am your host, Betty Byrne. You can find more podcast episodes of the Trip Walton Show wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow and subscribe so you can stay up to date on the latest legal topics and news affecting our area in East Alabama and West Georgia. Remember, if you have any legal topics or questions you would like for us to discuss, feel free to give us the call at 334-321-3000 or shoot us an email at waltonlaw at waltonlaw.com. Of course, you can always find us on various social media sites such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Thread, TikTok, and all the others. We look forward to getting some feedback from our listeners and potentially answering any legal questions that you may have. Thanks again for tuning in for another episode of The Troop Walton Show. And remember, no representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services to be performed by another lawyer. Accident, DUI, wrongful death? Contact the Walton Law Firm, 334 321 3000.